You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We are going to get right into our NFL episode this week, and we are going to start this conversation off with Aaron Rodgers. We learned this week that Aaron Rodgers will be returning to the Packers for this um, 2021 season. Um, We also know that there is a verbal stipulation in there that will allow Aaron Rodgers to leave at the end of the 2021-22 season if he so chooses. For our purposes right now, um, I wanted to ask the team, um, where do you think the Packers lie now that we know Aaron is a definite go for next season? Are they Super Bowl contenders? How far do you think they get? And what would it potentially take to keep Aaron at the end of the 2021 season? I would say they're going to be exactly where they've been the last two years, contending for a Super Bowl. Um None of this stuff that's happened to Aaron Rodgers has nothing to do with on the field, probably, except for the kicking the field goal in the NFC Championship game when you're about less than 10 yards away from potentially scoring and not giving Aaron Rodgers the opportunity. Um, I don't really see I don't really see much changing. Like Aaron Rodgers is just going to continue to do what Aaron Rodgers does on the field. Um, anything for him to come back next year? I mean, the writing is on the wall. Like, unless unless someone, unless they actually like give him the opportunity to help make personnel decisions. I know they brought Jordy Nelson back, but the damage has already been done. Y'all try to give him more money, but it's not necessarily about the money. It's more about as he outlined in his long press conference, how he felt. If he explained how he felt for X amount of minutes, I mean, I really don't see the purpose of him coming back. Now, unless he can get traded to where he wants to go, that works off. That works out for him. But, I mean, he can also retire and still keep that money from the last for the last year of his deal. So, honestly, he's like, he has all the leverage in the world. So I just think the Packers are going to continue to do what they do, dominate the NFC North, uh, be in the conversations for going to the Super Bowl. I mean, Aaron Rodgers might end up coming out with another MVP this year for all we know, because that's just how good of a quarterback he is. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers means uh, 10 wins off the bat if you're an organization. And I don't care what team you are. If you let that dude get an offseason with you guys, do some OTAs with your offense, I feel like he brings the level of play up on anybody's organization. So Green Bay, it's not stupid. Uh, so they they start uh, backpedaling. They uh, toned down all that all that hype talk they had uh, after that. It was after the season. Um, and I feel like you got to just, you know, um, allow Aaron Rodgers to kind of facilitate because he has more experience than everybody in that organization. Um, as a player, um, he's proven. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Uh, so with him, Green Bay has a chance, like Alan said, they always have a chance to be a Super Bowl um, contender. Now, I do think the best scenario for the GM, who probably 
secretly hates Aaron Rodgers is that they get to the championship and they lose. And, um, you know, everybody's happy because Aaron Rodgers came back and he tried and gave it his all. So it could be a little smooth narrative that, you know, we just going to depart because we just can't get it done. Everybody walks away happy. Uh, the GM was right. Aaron was right. Um, but I feel like um, they won't win a Super Bowl. I feel like the competition is too steep in the NFL. Um, but I feel like you always want Aaron Rodgers on your team because he is a bad man, like they say. I agree. Green Bay, you should have. You see, when you work for a company and a company values employees, data show that you tend to have people who's happier and tend to work harder. But if you brutal, people are literally eight hours out. After eight hours or night, whatever their shift is, they're out. You need to learn and value your most valuable employee. You give him, you give him what he needs. All he wants to say is his opinion. And all you have to do is nod and do something else. But you treated the MVP, two-time MVP, Super Bowl winning quarterback like trash. Like he's just a jag, another regular person. Rumor is he gave you some pennies, told, literally said, be quiet, shut up and go play football. We handle that. There's no coming back from that. And this is Aaron Rodgers. You have not given him a first-round wide receiver since last year. I think 18 years he played, and the first time was last, last season. No respect. Disrespectful. So for Aaron Rodgers, congratulations. He's out, and he's going to get paid. Green Bay, you better hope Jalen Hurts is some... Is Jalen Hurts, what's his name? Love, right? Love? I'm sorry. You love, you love like, the Dylan Eagles. Like, Dylan Hurts is on the Eagles. No, the Eagles. No. You love the Eagles, man. No, I don't. <laughs> like, where did that come love. from? Love. You can't you, help it, You Dylan. better get your studies quickly and, 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 and do what you need to do because next season, the ball is coming in your hand. Green Bay is going to cry, and, and, and they should have taken care of that quarterback. If they had taken care of him, people would flock to your, to your city. All you have is really cheese. I've been to Green Bay. I've been to Wisconsin. You only have cheese and Milwaukee, the Bucks. That's it. I'm not. I like your Nike fight factory. I got some mellows out there. Uh, about ten years ago, but there's nothing out there. So Oshkosh for Pathfinders. That's about it. Every uh, right. <laughs> Seriously. I, I empty abandoned uh, a playing field. Yeah. Thank you. You messed up. Hopefully, you learn from this and take advice from your most valuable asset in the company. Not you, not the stakeholders, nobody else. It's Aaron Rodgers. You blew it. Aaron, you're lucky. I know you have a kind of trap you had to play this year, but wherever you go, they're going to open up their wallet. Now I know why Brett Favre treated that organization the way he did. I got it now. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with everyone. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. And um, we don't have to sit and, and talk about how crazy amazing he is as a quarterback um I think he's gone after this season maybe the only thing that keeps him is if they pull out a you know a championship maybe I I don't necessarily see that happening um but they're just silly and I just don't get it why these organizations especially with the quarterbacks which are generally the premier players on these teams I just don't get why they don't respect their input, their opinions. Like, what is up with this culture, you know? 
And so Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the market at the end of the season. I pray to God that the Giants can snag him out of somewhere. Like, please. Listen, I don't care where they find the money. I don't care if people in the organization, the organization need a second job, like scrape the funds together. You know how many teams would fight to have Aaron Rodgers as, as their main guy? Are you kidding? So we'll see. Um, I think they make it to the playoffs. I think they contend. Um like they did last year, but I don't think they win. And I think Aaron is gone. Dion, I'm sorry. I forgot to say, I think they're going to a conference championship, a conference championship. I'll give them that much. Mm-hmm. That's what I, what I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we shall see. Um, so let's go and talk about, you know, a lesser quality quarterback in Kirk Cousins. And the reason why Kirk Cousins is in the news lately, he is um, unvaccinated. He um, does not want to get the COVID-19 vaccine. He made it very clear in a press conference this week that that is a private health decision, which I absolutely agree with. Um, However, because of that statement, he lost a partnership with one of his home hospitals, I think it's called Holland in Michigan. Um, If you remember, Cousins went to Michigan State. Um, They had a partnership, but because Cousins is making it clear that he's unvaccinated, he has no interest in being vaccinated, and the hospital takes the stance that they stand behind the COVID-19 vaccine, he lost that partnership. And I wanted the guys to kind of discuss what the NFL is trying to do to get players to get the vaccine. It seems like they're penalizing players potentially um, for not getting the vaccine if they ultimately get COVID. And so what are you guys thoughts about that? What are you guys thoughts about um, Cousins statements about being unvaccinated and having no interest? in um becoming vaccinated do you think it matters listen i'm gonna say and i'm cousins and you know it's sad the minnesota vikings have the highest non-vaccinated rate in on that team why the quarterback people follow the quarterback and it's very dangerous and you know, all i have to say is whatever the decision you make you have to reap the consequences whether you pro or against, know that the NFL, if, if it's an outbreak, you'll forfeit your game. Could you imagine in the playoff or the conference championship and somebody didn't take precaution or do what they need to do, COVID, and boom, you're losing your game check? You're, you're, you're losing, you forfeit that playoff game? Hey, if you could deal with the organization with the, with the consequences, it's to each his own. A lot of people don't like to deal with the consequences. They give me, give me, give me with no consequences. Reality in this world is, hey, if you drink alcohol, there's a good chance you could become an alcoholic. There's a good chance you could get liver, um, there's a good chance you could get liver disease. There's a good chance, hey, you make a decision, moderate, whatever you choose. If you, if you smoke, there's a good chance you're going to get lung cancer. There's a good chance you could spread that around other people around. It, I'm just saying there's always repercussions for your decisions you make. Whether it's good or bad, you just got to make sure you live with it and don't complain. 
That's the thing. So Cousins, not shocking, Minnesota Vikings, as of now, have the lowest vaccination rate on that team, which means you thought that catch, that catch, that now called catch was worse. It's going to be even worse when your team has a good chance to make the playoff, that game check, and may possibly win a Super Bowl. Um, no, win a playoff game. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, but we've seen crazy things. And, and somebody decided to go hang out, unmasked, catch COVID, and guess what? Boom. Playoff check gone. Yeah, play an opportunity to win the Super Bowl of the advance. A lot of people on that team you are playing. Remember NFL, not for long. Every game is an audition to play the next game and an audition to play the next game because once they find you uh, useless, cut, you're out. Make your decision. Live with the consequences. Yeah, so um, I mean, the one thing I was happy about is is that is the white guy coming out instead of the brothers <laughs> because I feel like they'd just be drilling the brothers if they did it, man. Um, so you know, it's this is a this is a chance at least that the white guys from the right <laughs> they uh they can support football again because they, you know they're not they're not big on uh anybody telling them what to do. Um of course I agree with everybody. I think I think we all agree that everybody has a freedom of choice. Um, and Phil saying you definitely have consequences to whatever decision that you make. I just wish that it was like, um, I wish he never publicly stated his position. Uh, so it would be, would be a private matter and it wouldn't be drawing attention and division within the uh, ranks, probably on his team and his coaching staff and his organization. It's just not a good look. Um, certain things should be in-house because when it, when it becomes public, it's definitely going to affect your team. And I feel like the goal is being a professional football player is to win. Um, and now you're losing because you're talking about things that has nothing to do with football. So I feel like that was a bad, that's a bad look for him publicly making that statement. My last point, my last point is simply that um, he's rich. <laughs> so uh, it, it's kind of selfish. I mean, you can look at it like it's kind of selfish of him uh, to take the stand that he does, but I, but I guarantee he wouldn't have took this stand as a rookie. So um, I feel like, you know, it's a little selfishness involved in this too, uh, because like Phil was saying, you're going to, you're going to be have people following you oftentimes because, you know, you are the face being a quarterback uh, and you you have these big contracts already with these one year deals, with like 30 plus million and stuff like that. So you're paid already. So you can just say, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I want. And I don't care about the consequences. But I feel like um, uh, I just wish that you guys, some people like Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins will understand that his decisions and being vocal about these type of situations affect people on, on the lower ranks of the football team. And for that, I just wish he kept it quiet. Well, one thing I do know, I'm not surprised by his statements at all, because back in September, he was the one that says this. If I'm going to let nature do its course, survival of the fittest kind of approach and just say, if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. I'm going to be OK. You know, even if I die, I die. I'm kind of at peace at that about that. So, I mean. Are we really surprised by any type of statement that he makes since then? Because he has, you have, you have the right to have your decision. And I know I went on a rant about it about two episodes ago about uh, if you're going to do whatever it takes 
fine, do whatever it takes. But at the same time, like Kelvin said, there's just certain things that you may not want to say out loud. I mean, because you kind of just open yourself up to losing out on partnerships and situations like that. So it's almost, I can't think of anyone recently, but um, an athlete who has a major deal loses sponsorships and everything else because, oh, this individual is free is free to believe what they want to believe, but that does not follow suit in what our mission is as this particular company sponsorship, et cetera. And now that everyone's looking at you like, okay, cool, and you're already like one of the least vaccinated teams in the league, what's going to happen if a situation that happened at training camp happened again? like it happened to the Broncos last year, they were without a quarterback, right? So if it if this does happen and you're in a position to go to the playoffs, you're not doing your team any justice. It's almost like I respect your opinion. I would rather you not tell me, don't ask, don't tell. They kind of just need to go to that at this particular point in time, specifically, like just, just control your mouth. Because once once word gets out, which it shouldn't, but I can guarantee you there's a Horace Grant out there somewhere who's going to go ahead and get the word out because, you know, people like to talk among their little circles in the league. Not everybody that close. It's going to happen. So I'm not surprised by his statements from the previous statement he made last year. Um, plexiglass isn't going to help you. Let me just go ahead and say that as well. Just if you if you're gonna follow the protocols, just make sure you follow the protocols and make sure that nothing happens. I mean, that's the best that you can do because you're gonna have to be tested a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Like, I agree. Every everyone will have their position as to vaccine, COVID in general. You know, people are still thinking COVID came from five G towers, like everyone has their opinion i think i'm kind of leaning towards what kelvin said cousins is in a position where if he has any financial fallout from not being able to play or having to miss a game due to covid he's not affected by it right those younger guys though those newer guys they don't have that same flexibility and I think when you are in a position of leadership, we just spoke about how essential quarterbacks are to teams. I feel like you have to think beyond yourself, right? And see, hey, as the representative or spokesperson for the Vikings, how could my words be A, interpreted or B, how will this impact my teammates, right? And so that's where I'm kind of like, uh, this isn't a regular person just making, putting opinions out there. I feel like it's a little callous when you think about his position and role on that team and the downward effect that it, it will ultimately have, you know? So that's my position on it. I'm not gonna address his stance. I feel like he is entitled to have that stance but 
I feel like as a leader, you, you have to be more responsible about what you put out publicly. Right. Um, let us move on and head to the New York Giants. Um, the New York Giants. Uh, Giants? Today. We talking about the Giants today? We are talking about the Giants. You oh, oh, oh. should be so lucky <laughs> to say the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you guys know, we are heavy into preseason football. You know, we had training camps going on. And, you know, the Giants had a, a little bit of a little brawly brawl um, at Giants practice. Apparently... The fight started because Evan Ingram, I don't know why he's still on the Giants, but that's a whole different segment. Um, Evan Ingram retaliated because he was hit. He got a late hit by one of our running backs, Corey Clement, right? And then um, the safety of the team, Logan Ryan, came and basically tackled Ingram from behind. So Evan got mad because he got a late hit. He went after the person that hit him. And then another teammate went after Evan for hitting the guy that hit him. Caused the whole brawl and Daniel Jones, you know, we're on this topic of quarterbacks today. Daniel Jones jumps in the pile, you know, trying to defend his guys. And I'm like, oh my gosh, not for a brawl because brawls happen, especially in football. But what is Daniel Jones, as the quarterback of a team, doing, jumping in the midst of a brawl, right, with other players? So, guys, what are your thoughts about this? Like, was anyone else, like, super weirded out by this decision that Daniel Jones made? Like, what? Who does that? That shows me leadership. (laughs) Don't even come in, Calvin. You wait. You wait. You act like you act like this is the Washington versus the Eagles, and you quit. All right, and you let your team. We're talking about a real football team, our team that plays to the end. Daniel Jones, I didn't like it. Thank God you didn't get hurt. But you know what? You showed leadership. You stick up for your team. You're not not you're not running away. You're not you know put your tails between your leg and walk away like the Philadelphia Eagles did against the um, Washington last year. Um, last game of the season. No, you stood up, you jumped in the pile, you defended it, and guess what's going to happen? All those guys going to rally behind you because they believe in you. So I didn't like the move, but I understand why he did it. He tussled. I heard the conference. He, he jumped in there. He went to defend his guy. And guess what? He could have been like Carson Wentz or the other quarterback and walk away. You know, <laughs> I don't do those things. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Or Kirk Cousin who will cough on you and walk away. No. He stood there and tussled with them. I'm glad he didn't get hurt. I'm glad he didn't pull a hamstring or broke a toe or anything. And, uh, yo, I give him respect. Danny Dimes. How did he tussle him, Phil? Listen, I'm not going into details. He jumped in the pile. It was just a big pile. But listen, Phil, that's the problem. He jumped on the top and was drug out from the bottom. Like, the dude just got pummeled. Like, what is what is he even doing? It's all right, man. It's all right. Football is a tough man sport. 
It's rain to five. Calvin, you don't say anything can because I your team, the Eagles, and you have nothing to say about toughness. Can I please, nothing to, no, you cannot rebuttal or add your point this way because your team walk away and quit. We're talking about teams who don't quit. Go ahead. Since Dion is the host, go ahead, Dion. You can give him a reprieve to talk. But as for me and my house, the Giants, tough team. Go ahead, Calvin. Go ahead. All right, Calvin. Calvin, later. Hey, y'all. Hey, guys. You know I'm loving this so much. First of all, Danny Dimes is exactly where he's supposed to be at, at the bottom of a pile. That guy's trash. That's the first thing we're going to point out. <laughs> then the he, second he really thing, is, though. He really is. He's right where he belongs, man. They should have just kept him there. <laughs> so Disgusting. the second thing is our plan is working perfectly, guys. And <clears throat> I'm glad you pointed it out, Dion. We sabotage your team from the inside. <laughs> Our, the person who started that fight was none other than our running back <laughs> forever, Corey Clement. <laughs> so he came in there. We told him to sign with the garbage giant so he could just wreck shop and sabotage that team. So shout out to Corey Clement for causing confusion <laughs> in New York, man. We really appreciate that, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> you said that dude is like Balaam? Balik? Who, yeah, yeah. who got the children of Israel to sin? It, He's the bad one. Number 22. He's a wicked. He's a, he's a Moabite woman. <laughs> he, is. he really is, though. Oh, my goodness. Alan, what, what do you think about this, Alan? Man, this is, man, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. If anything, if anything, at least, at least Daniel Jones will have someone who can have his back so he won't have to get sacked or get. Uh, hit upside his head or something. I mean, you get a little bit of street cred. Fights happen all the time at training camps all the time. That's why I'm like, they're they acting do. like it's something new. It's no, no, nothing no, they new. do. They, and they always fight at training camp. But I feel like the unspoken rule is for your QB, you you don't jump walk in. Away. Yeah, walk away. Prep boy, prep yeah. boy. Who is prep boy uh, Danny Jones? Hitting. Who is he? Who is he? Seriously, like, what altercation is he in? The funny thing about it is, he said he dived on a pile. Who is he diving on? <laughs> a pair, look, look, I don't know who he was diving on, but they definitely folded him right in the middle of that pile. <laughs> look, man, look. <laughs> Leave my quarterback. That's hey, my man. quarterback. Yo, all, all I can, hey, tell your quarterback. <laughs> tell your quarterback. He ain't. He ain't. He. You're. What's that? What? There's this one video on Twitter, <laughs> to where it's this white dude. He's like, "You're not that guy. Trust me. You're not that guy. Danny, Seriously. You, you're not that guy. You're not He's that my guy. quarterback. Man, go. All, all, quarterback. I, all I remember is is in the regular season when he was playing us, and he fell by himself. Like anybody that just run and fall by themselves should not be in nobody's fight. Like, what are you doing, dude? You're the most, you're the softest dude in New York, man. Like, please stop. We don't want to hear your name in an altercation again in your life. Please, Danny Jones, please. At least, at least if you're going to do it right, at least, at least just grab someone, just grab someone by their jersey, but just don't grab them too tight. Just be like, look, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing my part. I'm just trying to make sure that y'all got me. I just, the mean streets of Charlotte. Look, all right? man, look, man, look. This isn't this isn't like the the uh the Aaron Donald video that just went around when they was uh practicing against the Cowboys to where Aaron Donald held dude up and then the dude from the Rams is just literally as he's getting pulled down, he slams Aaron Donald down too. This ain't that type of party. That's why I'm like, nah, man. Like, I mean, 
Leave Stay in your lane. Danny Stay Dimes. in your lane. Right. Leave Danny Dimes alone, man. As long as he didn't have a football, you know he was not going to fumble, so I'm good. Leave Danny Dimes alone, man. Hold <laughs> on to that football. I hope he had a football during that puddle, to, you know, to, to make sure he could secure it. Right. All, all fumbling self. <laughs> all right. Last topic for this show. Um, so our final segment for today is our fav- one of our favorites, Fumble the Bag. Panthers safety, JT. Um, he has been waived from the team because he basically um, injured another player, a wide receiver, Kirk Kirkwood was the wide receiver. Um, he hit him in his neck and shoulder area, um, which caused injuries. Receiver had to go to the hospital. Um, you know, a little while after he was in the hospital, they said that he had movement in his arms and legs, which that's a pretty serious injury when, you know, the status updates is like, hey, I can move my arms. I can move my legs. Um, and so he's been pretty much sent packing from the team. How do you guys feel about this? And, and why are we hitting our teammates this hard to cause this kind of injury in practice? I was watching the play and it, it looked like it's hard to, it's hard to tell the intent um, when you watch the play, but he led. I think the reason why he got kicked out of the team, first of all, because he wasn't as, he wasn't good enough um, because they're not kicking off a superstar. Uh, let's get that right. right. It's a business. Mm-hmm. Um, but he led kind of with his uh, shoulder, but he led towards the head like he was targeting him. So, um, you know, there's no room for that. It wasn't, it wasn't that deep of a play. It looked like they was like in some type of zone coverage and he came from the side out of nowhere and tried to make a play. Um, but it's just, it's just no need for it, man. I'm like, are you trying to like, I don't, I don't know if you're trying to make the team that bad, but if you are, that's the terrible way to make an impression and it got you sent home. So, uh, hopefully he learns, he learns from it because I hate to see people lose money like that. Um, you know, I'm not a Carolina fan, but you know, I'm a fan of guys, uh, you know, practicing their craft and making money off of it. So I hope that he learns from it, man. And, um, you know, I hope the guy that he hurt, um, um, you know, recovers and is ready for the season. Yes. Yeah, my prayers out to him and his family. Hope he recovers. JT, come on, man. You know, that's unwritten rule. You don't hit someone, especially on your own team. So hopefully you learn from this and, you know, they forgive you and allow you to come on another team. But, dude, come on, man. You know how the NFL, anything they can do, uh, your socks low, fine. Your, your, your wrong color, fine. They, as fast as they give you the money, they try any reason to take to get back that money. You got to follow the uh, guidelines and rules. And, you know, especially if they have putting you, let's say they put you in a game and, and, and you led with a helmet and boom, penalty, and then Team Caroline lose that game. These are things you have to put aside. You know the new rules. You know what was expected of you. Follow the guidelines. Now you're out of a job. Hopefully you can recuperate. Praise out to the guy who got hit. Hopefully he gets a full recuperation and full recuperate and able to come back next season. And you know everyone is fine. Yeah. Man, it's training camp, man. I know you want to set a tone, but this is not the way that you set a tone, man. Because Kirkwood ends up with a concussion. 
Yeah. He's released from the hospital and hopefully he can go through the protocol just so he can get back and get ready for the start of the season or if during the process of the season, whenever he returns. Sometimes you just got to know when to, they say you shouldn't play with a switch, but training camp is when that switch should just only be like half speed. Right. Because if you're, if you're just used to it, just being up all the time, I mean, there comes to a point to where even if you don't have any intent of just trying to hurt someone, it's just you become reckless and you become a danger not only to others, but to yourself. And so sometimes you have to understand, okay, if I want to make this play, make the play, but still just be smart about how you're going about doing it. Because players have just gotten into pads last week. And the fact that you're already just just ready and trying to get your spot, dude, the coaches are going to see if you're trying to trying your best and if you're going to make the 53-man roster. You don't have to overdo anything because nine times out of ten when you overdo something, you either end up getting hurt or you end up getting cut. There's really no gray area in between. It's either you get hurt or you get cut. And by the decision that you made in the moment, although you said it happened pretty quickly, you still have to have some sort of awareness whenever you play this game because this is a violent game. I agree. I agree. I mean, you guys said everything that needed to be said. This is ridiculous. There is no room for this, especially if it has any semblance of being purposeful, which I think objectively looking, uh, I don't know. He, he might have had some intent behind that hit. So too bad for him. Um, hopefully he learns from this and won't make a mistake like this going forward. But I agree with the Panthers waving him. He has to go bye-bye. There are consequences for your actions. Um, so hopefully he pulls it together. Yep. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>